Okay, sounds good. Well, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. You know, good old-fashioned brotherly time. Yes, sir. So, um, for all those listening who don't know, this is my one and only brother, Nicholas Coons. Nicholas. Nicholas. Um, before we kind of get into what I have here, um, I don't know if you, you've probably heard me talk about this a lot, like how I want to do this, and I want to talk with, like, you and Becca and mom and dad and friends and people that, that kind of encourage me. And I've thought about this for, I don't know, what, a year or so? Oh, probably even longer. But, I uh, the, the basketball podcast forever. Yeah, so I did that with Braden and Kyle. And the thing with that is it's hard because they were both in California at the time. Mm-hmm. So it's harder. And then I did the basketball one with Ryan and Alex. Yeah. And, like, that just got to the point where, like, it was just hard for us to travel. Yeah. And I set up a schedule and good and pricey. It's like we couldn't really keep going with that. But the beauty about this is that it's just me. And then, like, I have to call you, which you live here in, in town now, so it's not bad. But um, you, a month or two ago, texted me and Becca and yes. about the diary idea. Yeah, I did do that. Um, have you been doing that? Not as much as I should. Fair enough. But I also am awful at writing. Yeah. So <laughs> the difference between you and Becca and me is you guys – well, you do audiobooks. You I don't do necessarily audio. read. I do do audiobooks. Um, Becca reads. Yeah. I don't. Nerd. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't read. Like I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and I tell this to like mom and dad. I think I've told it to you guys but like – if great grandpa Coons were to write a diary, I don't think I'd read it. I don't think I would read it. I, I don't. I would. I would give it to Becca and have it. Becca, <laughs> what did you say? Just give me the summary. <laughs> yeah, she give me the summary. But if great grandpa so, Coons did audio like tape recordings, I'd listen to them all day. I'd probably listen to it. Like, like if you really, car rides. Yeah. yeah, it would be cool. Like to be able to like hear oh, hear oh, his it sounds like yeah. and talk about his life and talk about things that he went through, and that kind of got me going on the brain going about, you know what? Like that's something that I imagine when I have kids, if I have kids, if I'm not alone forever, <laughs> um, that wood, that's, wood. yeah, I know yeah. it's too, there's not enough. You can't get anywhere in here with wood. Sorry. Too bad, yeah. It's antique stuff. <laughs> um, and I figure with my being my kids, like it's going to be the same thing. Like my kids may read. I don't know. Like I'm not going to force them or make them read. And I don't think mom and dad really forced us to read, but like dad reads often and mom doesn't that I'm aware of. Um, and so like, that was something that I think Becca picked up from dad was just reading. I got dyslexia from mom. So (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's you, you brought that up and it kind of fast tracked me wanting to do this. Yeah. And for obvious reasons, for me, I don't know necessarily for you, but like I wanted you to be the first person that my as much as I love Becca and as much as I love my as we love mom and dad, my relationship with you has been one of those relationships that I've always thought was most important in my life because of where we started and where we were five years ago and where we are now. Yeah, um, I've always had a pretty good relationship with Becca. Um, we were always a great apart. We shared similar friends. Um, you know, I'm a mama's boy and I've always been a mama's boy. And my dad and I have, have dad and I have a lot of similarities. Whereas you and I have a lot of similarities, but we never really saw eye to eye. And 
I want when my kids and your kids and Becca's kids and whoever out there is listening, I want them to understand and realize the relationship that you and I have first and foremost, because yours is one of the relationships that, um, that, uh, intrigues me. And it, it, it's kind of changed a lot yeah. of who I was. So we're just going to go ahead, get right into it. Okay. And we can Sweet. go from there. So the first thing I want to do is talk about us growing up. Um, you were a dick. <laughs> yeah. I, I admit I was not the coolest. <laughs> I blame. Yeah. I always say like, oh, I was the bigger brother. That's kind of what it is. And, but like there was a lot more, there's a lot of big brother things that, you know, like I'm older, like I don't want to, I don't want to hang out with my little brother. Yeah. But there were also levels of, I remember there was a span of time. I thought it was upwards of a year. It might be exaggerated because it was hell. But where every time you saw me, you would slap me across the face. <laughs> every single, t- not like every day, every time you saw me, you, you left the room and came back in and you slapped me. See, I don't remember ever doing you that. You did that for so long. I hated it. And I remember I remember getting into a fight with you, but you were so much bigger that you just punched me. And I was like, okay, I give up. Right. <laughs> and now the turns tables. There turns of tables. Turns tables. Because now <laughs> I don't dare because you'll beat, you'll beat my ass. And I just, yes, Nick. Yes, Nick. Yes, sir. So we grew up in California. Started out in California. Um, I'm five, you see, four years older than you. Yeah, you're nine, nine, late 96, oh, three in a couple months. Yeah. Um, and I started school early, so like you and I never really shared school together. No, nope. like me and Becca were good apart. We never shared school together. I think Becca was a sixth grader when I was like, what, second or third? Something so, like that. Yeah, so like Becca was six, I was five. Then you would have been four years behind me, so you were first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what And is. so we were never, we were never close in age. Nope. Which then never close in grade, never close in grade. Which then divided like we had different friend groups. Like you didn't come, not until you were older, but like when I was in middle school, you weren't hanging out with my middle school friends, and when I was in high school, you weren't hanging out with my high school friends, with a couple exceptions. Um, but like Beck, and, like I said, Beck and I had shared friends. Yeah. Um, and so there was always that between us was always that age age difference. You know, there's not a large age difference, but it was big enough. Big enough. <laughs> Um, and as we were growing up, I did, uh, you know, we did just as kids did a lot of stupid things. And one of the things that you, that your story that you bring up and the one that I remember most vividly is I remember being a dumbass kid and I stuck a bobby pin. Oh, in the outlet. In the outlet. And mom in that situation, mom wasn't, we didn't know mom wasn't healthy. We, we didn't know her health at the time. But I remember mom automatically thinking it was you. Yeah. Yeah. And she yelled at you, yelled at you. Dude, she made me cry. And made you cry. Oh, and you're like, it's not me, it's not me, it's not me. And then I come around and said, Oh no, I did that. Oh yeah. And then she looked at me and she's like, well don't do that. And then walked away. Yeah, I mean right? I won't I if we bring this up later with mom, with you and I, I'll tell you what mom said. Uh-huh. But I want her permission to <laughs> before <laughs> but, I but, what she said, that one really hurt me. And then you walk around the corner and you're like, oh that was me. And then mom was like, oh, well, don't do it. And then yelled at me more. And, then, and I was like, what the heck? You know it wasn't me. You know, all, all things but, aside, oh, yeah. 
Mom probably does. Mom doesn't. Re- probably probably no, would I, never. I brought it up to her, and she has no idea. No, no, she she doesn't remember. She's just like, oh, I'm pretty sure you made that up. I'm like, no, mom. And <laughs> even better remember. But there was a, there was a lot of our childhood that she that after mom took her fall at my ba- that baseball oh, game, she was gone. She, she doesn't remember. There's oh, yeah. not a lot that she can do. And with that, like, we all know, and mom, we love you. But Anything? there were there were times that you were oh. just some things were just because we didn't know, and we, there were just things that were triggered and. That would make mom really mad, and then she would like be. She had these f- like flows of oh, yeah. emotion. I would say anything from the last two years of California, let's say even the first two years in Evanston, I can, I, you can't blame her for any of that. No, absolutely you not. Can't, you can't blame her for any of that because she wasn't herself. And the meds she was on made her crazy. The, not necessarily crazy, but for lack of a better term, crazy. Yeah, the head injury, for lack of a better term, crazy. Like she doesn't know what she didn't know what she was doing most of the time. She can't remember it now. Yeah, and but. Mom, mom has talked about a redemption story. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mom has gone through hell and back. And there was a time where, you know, dad was looking for work and mom had to go through hell and back without dad sometimes. And like, she relied on us and it was really hard for her. Yeah, especially with me. And, <laughs> yeah, and we'll get kind of get into that as we go on. And, but mom, mom had to overcome a lot from her childhood to where she's at now. There was a lot she had to overcome. And... She learned as much as we learned along the way. She learned along the way, and you know, mom may look at this. Everyone will be like, "Oh, your mom's evil." This, that, my, our mom is not evil. Oh no, our mom is by far the most loving human being. My mom will stab your mom if you hurt her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, my, my mom will do whatever it takes for, to protect us. Oh yeah, and she just there was just times where she couldn't. She just mentally, she was not aware of the situation that was going on around her, and we can't blame her for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we have California, where California, it was you were fairly young still before we moved to Utah. I think I was eight when we moved. And your Utah time, if I remember right, Awful. was not I great. Hated it. Yeah, and I think things that made it worse was mom's health was poor. Mom, I think mom's health was poor with it, and I. I hate the cold. I'm a baby when it comes to the cold. <laughs> um, Your school school wasn't great. I was it, school sucked because California was one year behind Utah. Oh yes. And so when we which went, is why of where which at. we when we went there, I ended up being even further behind, and we didn't get me tested for ADHD or dyslexia. So then everybody's just like, "Well, you're just stupid." I'm like, "I'm not stupid. Like I, I, I might be dumb, but <laughs> I kept struggling, man." Right. And they're like, you just gotta work harder. And I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, I don't know what's going on. And yeah. essentially, at the time, everybody was just like, you're just dumb. Like, figure it out. Yeah. And, and so I just, I hated everybody and everything possible. Yeah. And one of the things that I talked about with, uh, I don't remember who it was, but when mom was really sick, West Jordan was probably her worst time of being sick. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of really close calls where we thought, like, hey, she might not, she might not. Like, I don't, we don't know if she'll survive long-term or what it was. And there were a lot of scares. You know, there and were, see, no one ever told me those. It, because yeah, I was too young. Too young to understand. I, I remember my first memory of knowing mom's bad health was after my one of my West Jordan football games. Mom was, you You were on my you were on my right, Beck was on my left. Mom was having an episode, and it was like a really bad one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was trying, trying to talk to mom, and I was trying to talk to mom, and dad snapped at me. Because obviously, like you had no idea, I had no idea, and I, and I like, 
I just like start freaking out hypothetically. Yeah. And you're like, calm down. I'm like, don't touch me. And I remember and, like, yeah. I remember like freaking out, like hitting you and Becca and like trying yep. to get to Oh, me. yes. I and, do remember that now. And you and Becca are like holding me and I'm like, oh, yeah. And, I'm, like, and dad slams on the brakes in the middle of the parking lot. And we're just like, well, someone like stop him. And I was, that's right. I, I freaked out because no one ever told me anything. I remember. And that's one of the things is in West Jordan, when, when Becca, or when mom had, a lot of her health issues. Beck and I had places to go. Like we were help mom, help mom. But when mom was asleep and there was a really high mm-hmm. pressure and anxiety, my friends up the road, Beck had friends in high school. Like we had places to go. Mm-hmm. And I, and looking back on it, I don't know if you had a place to go. I had, In Utah? Yeah. David's. DJ's. Down the street. Yep. Right. Okay. Two houses down. So. I was there a lot. So that's, that, that you know, but I, I just, I can only imagine how young you were not knowing. And then you, that's how you found out. Like I. I knew dad kind of talked with us and I had an understanding of how mom's health was. Um, I had moments that freaked me out for sure, but it wasn't a surprise to me when those things kind of happened because I knew of the situation she was in. Yeah. Um, and then we go from West Jordan to Wyoming and Wyoming is where I feel us as siblings. Um, we, that's where things started to, we started to split a little bit more. There was wedges driven in between, especially you and me, where your years of, the years of California and West Jordan are built up, built up, built up, built up. And we moved again and we're at different schools and we're never together and separate things. And I come home and like, it's just bickering at one another. And it's not, we really didn't do a ton together. When we were in Wyoming. No, by that point, I had already built up my barriers. Yeah. Um, just being angry all the time. And then we moved to a new place. I don't know anybody. Yeah. You have your friends. You're in a completely different school. So I built up my barriers. And yeah. I was like, just never stay away. And, you know, and there were times where we did things together. You know, Draper, we would <laughs> go out, we would hang out with Draper. And Do whatnot. you remember the first house we moved into on Summit? Summit. Yeah. The up in the attic, have you can move that side panel? in that room and you locked me in there because you were doing ghost adventures yeah we were doing ghost adventures and you locked me in there (laughs) I don't think the house was haunted no I think it was just a radiator (laughs) we were just we were were just young but I think there were memories like that where we kind of look back and laugh but you and I have always kind of been not not necessarily we weren't friends no by any means and we were brothers because blood and you and you you made that comment to me before. I we're like you and I are brothers because mom gave birth to you and I. Like we're yeah. not brothers. I essentially remember making the comment. I'm only related to everybody in this family because of blood. Like mo- at one point in time, most of you guys, I wouldn't have been pissed on if you were on fire. Right. I was just that's how angry I was as a kid. Now that is the understanding that I've come over over the years. That's the understanding that I've developed hearing you. Yeah. Now, from my point of view. I always considered you one of my best friends Growing up. my entire life. Really? I wanted to go to all your wrestling game matches. I wanted to go see all you play football. I when you said you were gonna play soccer, I was so excited because like Nick Nick and I can do something together. Like we always had a bond over superiors. I'm like, Nick is one of my best friends. And I was never aware that my stupid actions stuck with you that long. Yeah. I never was never aware that when I would just like hit you and like tease you. I was never aware that that was – you were taking it as Abuse. this kid This kid hates yeah. me. And like when I get a chance, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. I never knew that. See, and then from the flip side, like Becca, 
I took Becca not do anything about it as she hated me as well because one abuses me, one ignores that he abuses me. Yeah. And I'm like, why, why does, why does my family hate me? See, I, and I don't and get we, it. And we never saw it as no. abuse. Yeah. Um, but this, that didn't happen. Really, that conversation didn't happen. No. Until we were in Virginia. Yeah. No, um, I, it, before we left for Virginia, it was the, it was two months. I, was I, called, I called you at school. No, 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 no. Because it was the month before you left Virginia mm-hmm. because I was telling you about me joining the military. Right. Oh, yes. And, because. And then you, you, you and I went on a drive and we parked at like UME or something. And we sat there. We, t- we were there for like an hour and a half yeah. talking. But. About. If, do you mind if I. No, what? So you told me you wanted to join the military because there's a sense of brotherhood and there's a sense of something that unifies one another. Yeah. And I, I've never had that in my life. And I was like, hey, man, I'm your brother. And you're like – and that's when you told me, you're my brother through blood, but you're not my brother. Yeah. Like I don't like you. You don't like me. And I was like, whoa, like I like you. Like I can – you know, and this was all after you had – Gone to mom and dad and me and Becca personally and talk yeah. about the whole church yeah. deal, um, which again we'll talk about a little bit later. But um, that hurt. I came home from college to watch you play soccer, I think, and it hurt. And I'm like, oh, oh. And then I remember going away to school and I called you again and I said, hey man, like I want to let you know, like I do care, like I do love you, and like I want, I want us. I'm. I wasn't real. I didn't realize where you're, where you were coming from, and I Paul, and I'm sorry. And I, I, and I do remember that. And yeah. I want to fix this. And you're like, look, man, like, I appreciate that. I get that, but like, it's not the time. And I said, no, I understand. I'm not going to force it, but like, I do love you, and I, I do see ourselves getting to a place that me and Becca, and I, I me and Becca have always dreamed. And I thought you were involved in this, but you were kind of blindsided. But like. We weren't going to be the siblings that were like we got together family reunions and we got to, and that's it. Like we wanted our kids, mm-hmm. all of our kids, to be friends. Yeah. Like that's what we wanted. And there was a time where me, mine and Becca's kids probably would have been friends, but you would have kept your kids away. Probably at what, some point in time, I um, like that. And then we went to Virginia. Oh and do you remember our our screaming match at each other in the rooms? And we and that led to our mirror idea. Do you remember that? Our mirror idea. So, you we had Virginia, a long day. Virginia was a bl- kind of a blur because of my mental, because of my physical. Hm, health. which you got mom and yeah. Becca have. So, so I remember, I remember some things. I don't remember a lot right. of things. There, there was a day where you talked to me about your high school history with the whole oh, yeah. bullying, um, and what that where that road led you down. You remember? And yeah. I'm not going to get too much into it, but yeah. Um, and you talked to me about certain things that you went through and I and I was like, look, like you're still here. Yeah. Like, how do you not see that you're still here? Like there's a reason you're still here. And then you're like, dude, you know, screw Cause, you. Cause this, it started that. off, it started off as like kind of like a, cause it started off as uh just like us talking about the past. And then at the time it got turned into religion and I was not about that. I was not about really at the time. Yeah. And no, I whatever. Because I remember the, the statement you had made is God still wants you here. Yeah. And I remember looking at you and, and goes, yeah. I was like, F you. He doesn't give a shit about me. Yeah. I fell through the cracks or something like that. Right. And, and and then you and I do remember that now. And we're going back oh, and forth, yeah. going back and forth. And then you said 
you don't know what side I'm coming from. You don't understand me. Yeah. And you and I, and then I stopped and I said, do you know where I'm coming from? And it went quiet. And I'm like, you don't understand my side of what I see. Yeah. And we didn't, we never saw each other's side. No, we refused to. And that's where you and I were like, here's what we're going to do. And I, I remember I said, you and I are going to be brothers. Yeah. We're going to start with being brothers and eventually we'll be, we'll be friends. And we went on the mirror and we, we, we wrote, in yeah, Expo Market, stuff. Yeah, we said that. you wrote on my side of the mirror and said, this is what I want you to understand from my point of view. And I wrote, this is what I want you to understand from my point of view. Mm-hmm. So that way we had to spend, every time we looked in the mirror, getting ready to go out and do our ungodly job of selling <laughs> pest control, which or was sit in a car for six hours or whatever it was, <laughs> we, every morning we had to look about how, okay, I need to look from Ben's, I need to look from Nick's point of view. And I think that really started to help. And another thing that you brought up is you saw me interact with some of my best friends, Brighton and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guys that were coming in that were living with us, like you saw how much shit I gave them and how like I wasn't like, guys, you guys are my bestest friend. Like it was just like, hey, man. Constant taunting. Constant teasing. And then I think. That's where I learned it. And you realized, oh, yeah, he's been doing this to me my entire life. I, That's not him being hated. I, I mean, wanna, it's a sign of, of endearment. I, I, I think I remember. I want to say, if we call Kyle, I think it was Kyle that I asked him, like, why do you put up with him teasing me like that? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, he's being a dick, isn't he? And he goes, like, no. So, and he's just like, listen to our conversation. And I finally, one day, I actually listen. And he's giving shots right back to you. Yeah, we're just And then you start and laughing. I'm like, why are you laughing? Like, yeah. what's going on right now? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's where our, our healing started. Um, I made it, I, I made it a goal. Even if you say, Hey, I don't know if I want to go to Virginia. I was going to do everything in my power to get you to come to Virginia with me for at least for two or three months. Because in Virginia, then we decided that we were going to plan on living together in Logan. Yep. No, no, no. We decided, we, we were thinking about it, but then I ended up accepting my Playing soccer. soccer. So yep. I to, instead of living with you, I went there. Right. And, uh, and so... But I think that's where our healing started. I think so. We were able to see eye to eye, but you weren't there yet. And I, I had this realization that I, after our little yelling at each other, mm-hmm. that I wasn't going to force or not necessarily force, but I was going to spout religion at you. I was going to spout facts yeah. because that's how your brain works. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, okay, you're mad at this. I was 10. Why are you mad about something that I did when I was a kid? I can't change that. I can't do anything about it, but I can make up for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you, as much as you didn't like seeing that, you're kind of like, damn, he's right. Like, and I have to do the same thing with you when you tell me, hey, dude, you stuck a bobby pin in the outlet and then you let me take the fall for it. That's screwed up. Like, yeah. I have to understand that I was a kid and I have to understand I made a mistake, but I also have to understand that messed you up and I that I have to take... I have to take blame for that because I didn't stand up for you at that moment. Yeah. Or I didn't say, I didn't say, Hey, look, I'm sorry. And I didn't, I never apologized. I don't think I ever apologized. You, I remember you did in Virginia. Well, no, yeah, no, but not as in a the kid, moment, not as a in kid. The moment. No, never. As um, a kid. So I think that's where it started. And then, and then we go, we, we leave Virginia. You go to Sheridan. I go to Logan. Um, we bonded over video games. We played a lot of games. A lot there. of video games. And that was a goal of mine that you and I were playing once, yeah. twice I mean, I a week. We, I think we were upwards of like three times a week. In a and time. it was whether it was Destiny or Rocket League or whatever it was. No, not Rocket League. Oh, yeah. Screw you and Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but like I, I wanted to have that connection. Um, yeah. But again, you went to Sheridan to be away from us. I my I remember one of the reasons I went to Sheridan. I was like, I'm going to be the only kid that went to college further than two hours away from home. Yeah. Like I I'm, I'm going to be the most independent kid, right, of, of the group, and and in a sense, it was hell. In a sense, it was. I was, but at the same time, I understand the nice thing of being able to come home and seeing family because I think I would have broken up with Anya way sooner if you guys knew what was going on yeah. in my life at that time. Yeah. Because I would have had that support of people who, like my friends there, we were all friends all together. And he's like, well, man, this could, guys, as bad as it sounds, like I could break up the friend group. And like, oh, yeah, well, that's true. Like, uh, it's not like that bad yet. But then like, I come home and I like talk to mom and dad about something. And they're like, it's healthy. Hey, that's that's weird. <laughs> and like mom like points out like, hey, she essentially just went on a date with Brock. Like, and I was like, no, he just they're just hanging out. And she's like, no, like he took her in the morning to a super fun place, bought her lunch, bought her dinner. They went driving around for two hours in the dark. She was like, that's a pretty like solid like day day. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? No, no. And then it happened like another two or three times. I was like, red whoa, flags. whoa. Yeah. But now that I think about it, like there was a lot of red flags back then, but. And you know, and that's where you got into a lot of trouble where you were. My MIP. MIP. Yeah. But would you, is it safe to say that you suffered depression during that part of your. It's hard to suffer depression when you don't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I don't mean to laugh at that. that that's fair. <laughs> at that point in time, I was in such a drunken state all the time to deal with all of my every issue, anger, sadness, everything. I drank a lot. But I but I but then I remember you telling me your schedule of like you're going to the weight room three times a day. Oh yeah, hard for like two hours at a time. Oh, yeah. And I'm like that's six hours of your day, and then you've got school, which is probably another six hours. So there's half your day. Mm-hmm. And then that I would eat, I would eat every meal as much as I could. And essentially I would rock about four hours of sleep. Yeah. And I, yeah, I Um, lived a very unhealthy lifestyle. And then you, you came, you know, essentially quote unquote came back home. Um, Yeah. You came, you hit, left college, never finished it. And then you came to uh, Logan. Yep. And we lived together for a couple months, for a couple months. And then we worked together um, at ARS, and I think that's where things started to, for us, climb. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I consider you one of my best friends. I was your best man at your wedding. Um, I don't think that would have happened five years ago. Uh, uh, that almost didn't happen because I had remember the conversation of you saying you didn't want to be the best man at my wedding, and you're like, "That's not what I said." 100. percent I remember <laughs> that conversation with you. I think that's definitely one of those things where you're like, "This kid hates me, and he's the one." Like, I think that's definitely something. That made me <laughs> but. Um, but we played, we played soccer together. We bit, we did a men's lead on Salt Lake. We played soccer together, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I've always wanted to do. I, I wish I would have, I wish I graduated early for my age and I wish I would have been back a year so that I had a, my senior year with your freshman year, because I think we would have wreaked havoc oh, yeah, in soccer. Fun. I think it would have been, it just would have been fun in general. I don't oh, know yeah. if we, I don't know how many games we would have won, but we would have had a blast. We would have talked so much shit. We would have won more so games much. Than we did. That helps. Yeah. Um, and, 
but we got to play soccer together. We got to, you know, we were closer, so we got to go out to dinner more. We got to play cards together. We, we got to, to work together. On vacation together. And we went to St. George. We went to St. George. We went to Bear Lake. We all this stuff. Friend groups together. And, and for the first time in our lives, we shared friends. Yeah. We I shared acquaintances. We shared, we shared everything that Becca and I shared in high school. You and I now shared. Yeah. And I think that was very important for us. And now, like I said, now I can call you up. You, you want to go see Black Adam? Yeah. yeah. I'm down. And we go see a movie together. And I consider you one of my best friends. Not only my brother, but one of my best friends. I, I would too. Yeah. And, and that journey to me of, of realizing what I did wrong as a kid and doing what I can to make it right now, it's changed a lot of my attitude towards just people in general. Yeah. There are some things that it's allowed me to be able to like be open. Like, I don't mean this in a negative way. I'm just giving you crap. I'm just, that's how it's why I'm the person. Yeah. So don't take this the wrong way. And you know, and it's given me a different sense of like how I have, how I build this relationship with you. Um, and it's helped me in my relationships with friends and even family and you know, whoever it is and whoever I encounter, because it made me, it made me take, I, I never really looked back at, who I was before and like the things that I did before that could hurt people now. It's just like, I did what I did and I just went with it. And like, now I'm more cautious about that kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I did this and I need to understand. I need to go to that person. Be like, I didn't mean to do this. I apologize. Like this is not how I came out and it helped me get to that point. Um, and so what my biggest question to you about our relationship growing up to now is, what exactly does it mean to you now um, that we are where we're at? Um, you know, it's uh, it's just one. It's impressive because um, I did go from not really hating is a strong word, but not wanting to be in the family at all. I remember. I do remember times where I would, I would complain to people and just be like, I wish someone else would adopt me at this point. Cause like to me at home, life was hell. Um, I look back at it now. I don't know why life was so bad at home. I think everything was good. I just isolated myself so much. Um, and it was, it was weird, but, uh, to go from that to now we're, we're able to sit down and talk about stuff like this. You would never, if you would have asked me this senior year of high school, I would have laughed in your face and slammed the door on you. But it, it's amazing that we're even able to, I don't know how many, in all honesty, I don't know how many brothers can actually sit down and be like, for a certain amount of time, I hated you. And this is why. And be like, Oh, I can see that. But also grow up. Like, right. But I don't know. It's, one, it's impressive. Two, it's amazing. And I wouldn't change it for the world. My relationship with you has improved drastically from nothing to what it is now, best friends. My relationship with Becca has improved drastically. My relationship with mom and dad is, is insanely good now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I still don't go. I, th- I don't go home as much as they would like me to, but I mean, yeah, and it's I, hard. I, I think, I think, but I also think they understand. Yeah. You've got a wife now. And you've got responsibilities that it's not, it's not as easy 
to yeah. go home every week or once a month or something like that, you know. Um, now you talk about, you know, your life, you, you know, your life being a hell, but I want to talk specifically about probably a four year span. So 18 year old Nick to your 22, yep, 22 year old Nick, right? So 18 year old Nick comes to his family and says, I want nothing to do with the church. I hate it. I hate it. Don't want to be a part of it. I'm out. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> Summarized version. Summarized version. Very simplified version. We talk about this often without you. So, congrats. Your family? Our, fam- My, our, fam- our family. Your family? I, yeah. Your family? Yeah. <laughs> is, it is interesting that we did not apply pressure because I feel like that's something we would have done. We've been like, no, 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 no. Here, let me let me show you, let me show you, let me show you, let me show you. Scripture, 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 experience, experience. And you would have been like, I'm out. And we let you live your life. And we, we said, you know what? Nick's got to do this. And it was a learning curve. Everyone's got to experience life their own way. Everyone's got to go through their own ups and downs. Everyone's got to go through their, own, through their own thing. And I told mom and dad, and I said, look, as much as I believe in the gospel, um, and as much as... Our family is strong in the gospel. If Nick never comes back and Nick never goes back to church, I don't care. I want my brother. Yeah. I just want my brother. That's all I want. I don't care what you believe in. I don't care if you think the world is flat. I don't care if you think the world revolves around the earth. I don't care. I want my brother. And I let you – we let you kind of be like hey, – if he needs us, he'll call us. Yeah. And we kind of let you just figure life out on your own. And um, now, to now, you've gone to the temple and you're sealed in the temple. Yep. And I told dad, the day you're, you got sealed, the day I, I went to dad and I said, five years ago, four years ago, I don't see this. Mm-hmm. And dad goes, I don't know what happened. I don't care what happened. It's happy. But it's... He's happy, and he's and and this is where we raised him. This is where we want him to be at, and I think he's figured it out. Now, my question to you is: Did that Saint George? Do you remember the Saint George trip we went with Alex? Yes, made a difference. Did that make the Did that make a difference? Yes, it okay. probably made one of the biggest differences. Now, the difference that was made. I remember this conversation where you asked Alex and Brett. I remember, my, I remember having a conversation with Brett. But let's and, see which... and you asked him, what, was, what did you ask him? You asked him, what makes you or what to you makes the church seem so appealing or what keeps you in the church or anything like that? And Brett gave an answer that I'm 90% sure I've given to you 100,000 times. Of like, it's the church isn't. There are some things that the that the church may may teach. You're kind of like, okay, like it's this or that. Like I don't necessarily yeah. agree, but I understand whatever it is. But at the end of the day, the church is designed for us to receive our full the fullness of our of our life to be happy and to move forward with that. And that's what I that's what we believe as as the church. Now again, there's other religions out there that that believe a lot of different things and I'm not discounting any of them, but based off of my faith, this is what we believe. And, and I don't, I don't remember exactly. And I don't know if you remember exactly what he said, 
But do you remember what he do you remember what he said? Vaguely, yeah. Along the lines of what? Uh, along the lines of uh, what was it? Let's see. The, yeah, the church isn't, or the church is perfect, but the people aren't. But here's the thing: that's okay. No matter how much you mess up, you'll be okay. I mess up all the time. I'm speaking as Brett. He goes, I mess up all the time, but that's not going to stop me. And I was, I remember looking at him and going, Brett, you haven't done the stuff that I've done. And he goes, that doesn't matter. We were all forgiven. Like, you just need to ask. You you need to ask for forgiveness, obviously. But it's okay. And I was like, it's not okay. And then I'm, that's when Alex was like, no, hey, dude, it's like, it's okay. Like, you think, does it, yeah, Jess, right? Yes. And she's like, Wait, you think that we live the perfect life that, that the church wants? I was like, no. And he goes, we're forgiven. I was like, oh, that's weird. And I, it was some, it was like along those lines in that conversation. And that was one of the big things that helped. Like, like oh, if I could be, you know, for the stuff that I've done, then, you know, that's nice. <laughs> right. So. And, um, that change, um, now you can, a lot of people have different, um, aspects and ideas of what the church is. The church being the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Everyone's got their opinions on it. You had your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my own. Um, and you know, Alex has his own. Brayden has his own. Brett has his own. Everyone's got their own opinion of the of the church. Mm-hmm. And based off of my opinion, like this is where I belong. This is where our family belongs. Stuff like that. How important it to, is it to you that you found this way back? In quote, like the way back as far as where you came up from, where you were raised. How important is that to you that you now share that belief system and? that, you know, temple, temple, the, the temple ceiling and things like that. How important is it to you that you found, you, you, you've kind of found that way? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, it's obviously super important to me. Um, it wouldn't have been as drastic as maybe, I think if I stayed in Sheridan, it would have led to more, you the, probably you guys would have seen me in the hospital mm. um, from either a suicide attempt or over drinking. But I think coming home and being around family, even if I wasn't living the lifestyle that I want for myself now, it that I wouldn't have ever gone that far because I had the support from you guys and from friends that I just didn't have there. And don't get me wrong, like Wheeler, he would have looked out for me. But there's a lot of time where he wasn't there. There's a lot of time where, because he was my only friend. He was my best friend. He was like my only friend after our friend group split up. And so there was a lot of downtime there where I was by myself. And so if I were to send Sheridan, it would have been a worry that you could, the last time you guys would have seen me was in a hospital bed. Um, moving, moving to Logan, it's easy to say that I wouldn't have gone that far. But I definitely would be a raging alcoholic if I never found my way back because that was just, that was on that path. And finally, I was just like, I hate this. I hate this feeling that I have to like 
drowned out my sorrows. <laughs> and so it's nice to be able to, to fall onto the church to do that because, you know, I don't want, um, I don't want fake happiness. I don't want suppressed depression. I, I want my true happiness. That's what I found. And that's, that's like the most important thing is I went from not being happy and I wouldn't even go as far as being depressed. I, I don't really suffer from depression, but I went from always being angry, always being mad, just unhappy with myself, always trying to change myself physically. Um, and that's one reason I spent so much time working out is because I hated who I was. But I finally got to a place where I was happy. I was happy with who I am. I'm happy with what, where I am in life. And the church is a big reason for that. So, um, so just kind of tie it all off, tie it, wrap it all up. Again, I'm going to, I imagine I'm going to sit, we're going to sit down and talk. I, I wanted to kind of get a overall picture of where we started from. Um, and as we continue to, you know, I want to continue to do this with you. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to, it's not going to be as deep. It's not going to be as personal. It can be personal, but it's not going to be as, um, kind of deep as, as we went into it. Um, you know, it's going to be a little more lighthearted. Oh yeah. It's not necessarily that it's not lighthearted, but it's a serious topic to talk about for sure. Sure. Um, so to kind of cap it all off, um, I had a question and, um, as you and your wife, Megan, start to move forward in life and start to, um, think about having a family and whatnot and having kids, how do you, how do you raise and teach your kids to not be in the situation that you and I were in? Because as much as you're grateful for the situation as you wouldn't take it back and change it, it's not something that you wish for your own kids. No. So for those, for future generations, when your kids are 15, 16, 17, and they go back and review and they listen to this, what's something that you feel like you wish you, 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 what's something that you want them to know? This is what I'm going to teach you so that you understand that we don't end up the same way that me, Ben and Becca were. What's, what's that? What, what's something that you want to teach them and how, how this plays out? You know, and I'm not overly worried about their actions and what I need to teach them. Obviously I want to be more observant. I don't know how observant mom and dad were about my situation. They said they kind of knew what was going on, but they didn't really do anything about it. I think that might've been a little bit of an issue, but I also don't think they quite knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just kind of want to teach them the same thing that mom and dad kind of taught us. And it took me a long time to learn is man, just be a good person. Cause at the end of the day, religion or not, the most important thing that we can teach each other and we can teach our kids is right and wrong the choices of right and wrong good and bad and that you need to do good and you know the the sheep the wolf dog and the wolf you know don't be a sheep because in a sense that's not good you need to be able to stand up for yourself and and it's important to be able to have that self-confidence that self-determination that strength to be able to stand up for yourself but at the same time you can't have an excess amount of that 
because then you become the wolf. You then you then use those same attributes to become to do bad things. You use those to pick on others. You use those to assert power that you don't need to, to use those for. But at the end of the day, I want to be able to teach them. If you're doing what's right and you're able to, to protect others and your goal is to have good relationships with others and make sure that others are, are safe and that you're safe, everything's going to work out because that's, that's the best way to do it. Um, yeah, that's just the best way to do it is make sure your actions better the world instead of even family, betters your family, betters your friends, instead of bringing people down, instead of hurting people um, with with over-aggressive statements or over-aggressive physical um, use um, when it's not, not called for. Um, don't get me wrong, I'm still going to teach my kids the same thing Dad taught me, three, the three strikes. Um, to tell them to stop. Tell them adult, tell a teacher, tell someone with authority, hey, this kid is bullying me or this person like is harassing people in the office or at school or like it needs to be it needs to be appointed or pointed out and if they don't take it into your own hands because at the end of the day if the people in charge aren't going to stop it and you know it's an issue then it needs but it needs to be stopped yeah and it's your job to protect others to stop stuff um and i want all of my kids to understand that so that they all have the same understanding like hey Oh, what was happening at the time? Oh, okay. I can see what you were trying to stop there. I can see where you're coming from type of deal. Yeah. And that's, that's what's important to me. Awesome, man. Well, um, I'll wrap it up. I'll let you go. Let you back to your wife. But I want you to know I love you. Yeah, man. Um, I'm glad we are where we are. Um, you know, you said, like I said, you're, more, you're one of my best friends. And I look forward to us continuing to grow. I guess we have kids. You know, Becca's got his her kids as you have your kids and as I have my kids, like how that relationship needs to grow. I'm excited for it. Um, to kind of see how we keep building on this. But I love you. I appreciate you. And thanks for coming. Yeah, I love you too, bro. Peace out, my guy.